Will you always be a student of the drums? Uh, yeah, interestingly, um, I've studied other kinds of music. I started with piano lessons. Um, I, when I first joined Rush, I got Alex to show me all the different guitar chords so I could understand that better. Um, in drumming itself, I got into keyboard percussion for a while as the band wanted to uh, expand our sounds, and I got into playing glockenspiel and chimes and study, but in every case, I came back to the drum set as being a lifetime course of not just study, but um, excitement again. Too. any band from kind of the mid-70s, we probably opened for them because we were an opening act and then we'd start headlining small halls and still be opening shows, you know, in between. So we had that mixed bag for a long time, which really contributed to our balance, I think. You know, we learned a lot about um, character studies from watching other people. And some of the, the lyrics that I've written on the subject and thoughts that I've expressed on the subject of fame and celebrity are from witnessing how people like that behaved and handled it and, in turn, how they came out. time when you thought to yourself, I'm, I'm done with the music business, I'm done with this. Yeah, surely, but um, um, eventually what you love trumps what you hate. <laughs> I guess that's the only thing yeah, to say about that. single day 
goes by that I don't have a conversation with somebody in a gas station or yeah. Yeah, somebody in a diner or the motel and just regular human-to-human interaction. And that's what I was saying about the bubble that touring can mm. sometimes be and what everybody looks at you a certain way and talks at you a certain way. It can be alienating and, for me, very uncomfortable. And so that's, that's my professional milieu of fun, but I don't have to live in that bubble. And that's the greatest reward. I was saying before, it's not about the motorcycling necessary or the scenery or the landscapes. It's about the mental state of getting away from that and thinking about um, what I'm traveling through and other people's lives. That's what I love being in tune with every day. And I, I drive past people working in the fields and think about them. And I drive past people going about their jobs and going about their lives and kids at school and this whole life's rich pageant, right, mm. that's going around us all the time. When you live in a bubble, it's hard to um, stay in touch with that. And that's, that's the world, especially as a writer, you, you need to stay in touch with right? other people's lives or, or the essence of what I want to do in sharing won't be possible because you're writing for some, from some ivory tower to people whose lives you don't even have the slightest notion of, right? Yeah. So that would, be, that would be a tremendous handicap as a writer. We were talking about the moonrise before, right? Watching a full moonrise and, and never taking it for granted. No, I never do. And, and um, home life, you know, n- never take it for granted. And the people around me and friends, um, those are transitory. And I've learned to my cost, unfortunately, that those things are transitory. But I always got my late drum teacher, again, I've got Freddie Gruber, I've got to bring up because it comes back to me so often. One of his tenets of life, of, after all that he'd gone through in 80 plus years, um, was it is what it is deal with it and that's that's a fundamental realism that some people hate that kind of um, acceptance of the concrete reality of things but on the other hand it's a foundation a concrete foundation to build upon and accepting the reality and if you can make it better or contribute to it in some meaningful way I was saying before just helping a homeless person on the street or sharing a moment of small talk at a, a gas station in Iowa or as you know a, a service center um, pull off somewhere having a moment with someone that you know brightened their day and yours well that feels awfully great to walk away from